With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's Tom, and it's the first day of preseason testing. The first chance the teams have to learn about their new cars and start fine-tuning them before the opening race next week. So for today's clip from the Beyond the Grid archive, I've chosen a story from pre-season testing in 2009 when Jensen Button first drove the car that he once called a monster. The miraculous Braun BGP001. It was miraculous for a whole load of reasons. The Braun team formed after Honda pulled out of Formula One at the end of 2008. Team boss Ross Braun's rescue bid kept them alive and they turned up at the final pre-season test in Barcelona with a car that had never previously run at full Formula One speeds. Jensen told me all about that day, the day Braun learned their white and bright yellow creation was quickest of them all. It was just a really nice atmosphere because everyone really welcomed us. because we'd fought so hard to, get, to keep the team on the grid and everyone loved the, the color scheme and you know, all the big teams were like, oh, it's so great that you, you guys made it happen. Lovely to have you here at the test. And we'd missed all the previous tests. We turned up for the last test in Barcelona um, and uh, jumped in the car, went out, so excited to be in a F1 car, you know, to have a job. Um, did a couple of laps, a um, couple of lap times, came in, I came in and said, Shove, I'm not very happy with the balance. You know, I feel that we, we need to help the car at the, you know, with the rear end in high speed and f- front end low speed. And he looked at me and was just had a smile on his face. I was like, well, why are you, what are you smiling? At? He said, we're fastest. So what do you mean we're fastest? I said, probably people have just done install laps. They haven't done any lap times yet. And he said, no, no, no everyone has. And you're, you're something like four or five tenths quicker than everyone. I was like, wow, okay. And then we did some set at work, went back out, and I think we ended up just under a second quicker than, than anyone. How hard were you pushing? Oh, of course. Every time you get in a car, you're pushing hard. Okay. Um, I also think that, you know, the gap that we had there was, wasn't that big. But because it was a new car, we just ran on low fuel because we didn't think we'd be quick. So we were driving around on low fuel, and, and other people were running probably 30, 40 kilos. Um, so we're like, okay, right, we've got to put some fuel in. So we filled her up and went back out and we were still pretty competitive but didn't have the second uh, in our pocket. Well, we did have our second in our pocket but we weren't showing that we had a second in our pocket. And then I suppose to go to Melbourne and to dominate in the way you did just reassured everybody that it was real, I suppose. Did yeah. it feel a bit of a fairy tale and you weren't quite sure up until that moment? First lap was mega. I think I pulled two and a half seconds on everyone. Um, came away with a win and at that point everything was forgotten looking at everyone cheering for us even the competitors you know they seemed so happy that we we were not just there but we were competitive and they knew our story they knew what we'd been through that winter so it was a very special moment did you dare think about the championship at that point no definitely not you know we uh we just enjoyed that moment um, we didn't know if the car was going to work everywhere, um, and the car was good, but 
in the race, we had a moment where we thought we're not going to win. You know, the BMW of the time, Kubica, and Seb in the Red Bull had chosen a better tire than us in the last stint. They were catching me. They were closing me down, and they ended up crashing into each other. So we might not have won that race. So, um, you know, we've gone from everyone thinking the car was mega to, to possibly not winning the race. So uh, when they crashed into each other, I was pretty happy and I could back it off and, and look after the car a bit more. Then what is it like to be on a roll winning six of the opening seven races? What is it like to be on the crest of that yeah. wave? It's the weirdest thing because you just think, oh, it must be a mega feeling. Winning every race gives you so much confidence. For me, it was the opposite, really. It, I put so much pressure on myself and not winning a race was... It sounded horrific. So I put so much pressure on myself because I'd won two or three races. That I was like, I have to win this race. I have to win the next race. I was it's a failure. So it was a weird feeling, and I didn't think I'd ever feel like that. But I felt that finishing second was a failure. And I think having the third place in Shanghai was probably a good thing. Why? Because it was a tough race. We didn't get the win. Um, and then I felt like I, the pressure was released uh, and I came out a lot fresher at the next race. That 2009 season was absolutely astonishing. Jensen and Braun blew the competition away in the first half of the year. Then Red Bull started to fight back. Have a look for the highlights on F1 TV or check out the full podcast episode with Jensen for more of his memories. There's a link in the show description. And if you're new to Formula One and are wondering what happened to Braun, well, after winning both championships in their only season, they became Mercedes. They're still based in the same factory in the UK, and a lot of the team members, including Jensen's former race engineer, Andrew Shovlin, are still working there alongside Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. Will one of the 2023 cars stun the opposition like the 2009 Braun did? Well, F1.com or the F1 app are the places to be for all the latest news from pre-season testing in Bahrain. I'll be back tomorrow for 30 Days of Beyond the Grid, day 26. Thanks for listening.